There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Diwali, the Festival of Lights, is a vibrant and colorful celebration that marks the victory of light over darkness and good over evil. We invite you to celebrate Diwali with a drive through two and a half miles of sparkling lights at the Bull Run Festival of Lights in Centerville, Virginia. The Bull Run Festival of Lights is open November 10th through January 7th. Save time and money by purchasing a ticket online at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. To God be the glory, um, we are uh, getting ready to hop into prayer uh, tonight. Come on in. Let's get all of our platforms up. Come on in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from, and share. Come on in, like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. Come on in. We're starting just a couple of minutes late because uh, I literally am just getting from um, the airport, like literally just a few minutes ago. We're going to add the Bishop for my Instagram in just a moment. But come on in and just speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you are watching from. Let's get the Bishop for my Instagram up. Come on in, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and shared this video what an amazing weekend that we had um what an amazing weekend that we had come on computer hurry up ain't nobody got time for you moving slow um what an amazing weekend in atlanta how many of you all you saw the uh, you saw the experiences there uh you saw the experiences there in atlanta uh if you watch them just uh comment that you watch and just say, I watched, and then tell me what stood out to you. What stood out to you for both experiences in Atlanta, in Atlanta? Talk to me, you all. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. I see that you watched. Again, we're about to add the Bishop Foreman IG here in just a second. All right, literally, I am literally fresh from my automobile in into my home studio area. Um, to get going. Boom. There we go. Now we're at the Bishop Foreman IG. All right. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Speak to me in the comments and tell me what stood out to you. This is awesome. Loved it Friday. Got my fire back. Awesome. It's win or win. Unbelievable weekend. The volume of people changed lives. Hey, Mount Vernon, New York. I see fire in the comments. The shield. Oh, that's good. Their shields are down. Come on, you all. Come on. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Share with me, um, share with me what 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 else from the Friday Night Fire and Sunday Night Live in Atlanta. Talk to me. I was there for both. Awesome. All right. Um, come on. Got some refreshing fire back. Open to be fed. That's good. That's good. If you were either there or you watched, the full house was amazing. Got my fire back. And I'm cheating. Oh my, come on here. And I'm cheating. Oh, I'm cheating all this week. If you if you're wondering what we're talking about, you gotta go watch the message or get the podcast, um, and uh, that's gonna help you uh, and speak tremendously to you. The podcast will be released for both Friday and Fire, and for Sunday Night Live, that'll be released. Make sure you have our app. How do you get our app? Text the word Harvest to the phone number eight seven seven five five two four seven four six. Hey, Alabama. Come on in, everybody on every platform. Again, we are starting. Uh, we started just a few minutes late. I literally am just landing from Atlanta back into Denver. Seeing people healed, this was good. Cheating the rest of the year, this was good. Watch a woman get a testimony that she was healed in her kidney area. Wasn't that amazing? I called that out on Friday. She came back on Sunday night to talk about it. I'm going with the goers. Come on. Remember to win, desire, discipline, to eat and to cheat. Huh? People on fire. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Listen, you all, it was amazing. I watched both nights. Oh, you missed it in person. I, but I have two options, win or win. Amen. Got my fire back. Listen, guys. Come on, the anointed on our bishop is amazing. To God be the glory. Uh, uh, to God be the glory. I am super excited. Let me just say um, a, a big thank you again. I said it last week. I said it Sunday. I said it Wednesday. 
I said it Friday. I said it Sunday night. I want to say a big thank you. Can you clap in the comments to celebrate those from my team that came to be with me and that traveled? I see some are still there in Atlanta that travel to be there to serve and to make it happen. Uh, I appreciate you so, 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 so much for making that happen. Uh, it's awesome. Win or win. Come on here, Tammy. Those are your two options. Send in that live. The mandate and assignment was awesome. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, listen, guys, uh, we're going to jump into prayer tonight, and uh, and I'm super excited about it. I need you to do this for me if you haven't yet. I need you to make sure that you like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. It is just that simple. So I need you to make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. One of the things that you're going to discover if, if you're brand new to Bishop Forman, brand new to Harvest Church, is consistency. Um, not perfection, but you're going to discover consistency. And so even after... Friday night and Sunday night and all of that. Um, here it is. I'm right back in Denver uh, to jump right back in the saddle for Monday night prayer. We'll be right back in the building at 3590 Grape Street in Denver on Wednesday night and, of course, on all of our digital platforms. And so one of the things that you got to understand is consistency. Um, there's a discipline that's needed to win. Um, and we're going to cover consistency in prayer. One of the things that I'm noticing for some people, some people, you have to be careful that you don't allow, that you don't allow your challenge to mess with your consistency. Come on. I just need you to type that on the screen. I will remain consistent. You cannot allow a challenge to interfere with your consistency. All right. And so um, if there's anything that you can learn in observing me, one of those things is consistency, not perfection, but what you're going to get is consistent. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And even if we are delayed, we are not denied. All right. So make sure that you share tonight, whatever platform that you are on. Let's pray. Father, we honor you. We bless you. So we thank you for your goodness, your love, your mercy, your kindness. Thank you, God, for an amazing weekend in Atlanta. Friday night fire. Sunday experiences online, Sunday night live. Father, thank you for how you move. Thank you for the many, many decisions that were made for people to become Christians and recommit themselves to you over this weekend. We thank you for that, God. And we thank you, Lord, that literally, Father, we've got our fire back. We are on fire and we are excited about it. Thank you for the fires you've had to take us through that would allow us to get to a place where we would have our fire back. And so tonight, God, as we pray, we pray, God, recognizing that your words is the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous avail of much. So tonight, we come together not for form or fashion. We come together for effective prayers, and we expect them to avail much. We expect our prayer to accomplish things and to get things done. Effective means uh, to be both passionate, specific, and strategic. The effective and fervent prayers of the righteous avail it much. So, Father, tonight, I pray we have passion when we pray. Tonight, I pray we have a push when we pray. He said that those prayers, that they will avail much. That means they will accomplish what they are set out to do. And for that, we say thank you right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that wherever we are gathered from tonight on this Monday night, I pray, God, that you would be right there with us in Denver, in Atlanta, in Mount Vernon, New York, wherever we are tonight, God, I pray that you would be present with us, God. And I pray that as we go into prayer tonight, God, that you would hear us and you would respond, that you would hear us and you would respond. We thank you tonight, Father, that you literally said we could boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. A time of need doesn't mean we are in need. It means anytime that we need grace. Grace is when you give us something good we do not deserve. God, we tell you tonight we need your grace. Father, we recognize that we don't have what we have and we don't do what we do because of any goodness of our own. It is because of your grace. It is because of your mercy. It is because of your grace. And it's because of your mercy. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. And then, Father, uh, you said we could boldly obtain, uh, approach your throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor. Father, so we thank you for giving us mercy. We are in need of your mercy. Your mercy is when you block negative stuff that we do deserve. We tell you we need your mercy, God. We need your mercy, God. That's why the scripture says every morning, new mercies, new mercies. Every day you are blocking something negative that we did deserve. Every day you are blocking something that designed to take us out. And we tell you thank you. And we give you praise for your grace and your mercy tonight. Come on, y'all put a praise in the comments. We give you praise tonight, God, for your grace and your mercy. And tonight, 
In the name of Jesus, we ask that you would forgive us for all of our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly tonight. Father, we pray that as we come boldly before the throne of grace, that there be no sin that would separate us from you. And we are forgiven. You said in 1 John 1 and 9, that if we confess our sin, that you are faithful and just to forgive us, which means tonight when we pray, we pray as forgiven people, not perfect people, but forgiven people. We pray tonight, God, knowing you hear us, knowing that you overlook our mess, overlook our issues, overlook our, our, our individual uh, vicissitudes, our individual proclivities and nuances. And God, you hear us. And you respond. And we thank you for that tonight. God, give us what to pray tonight in the name of Jesus. Prayer is our way to adjudicate things in the spirit. It is the way that we get things done in the spirit. Give us what to pray. Give us what to say. Give us what to do. And for that, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. Now, we commit these next few moments into your hands, God. Guide our prayer. Direct our prayer. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody drop an amen in the comments right there. Listen, when we pray, two things I'm going to have you to do a lot of. Number one, I'm going to have you to type a lot. Matthew says, wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. Number two, <clears throat> you're going to hear me having you to... Not only type a lot, but to say a lot. Proverbs 18, 21, life and death are in the power of your what? Your tongue. If you do not speak it, you're never going to see it. If you do not declare it, it is never going to be done. Um, literally, what comes out of your mouth gives heaven the opportunity to invade the earth. This is why you have to be careful what comes out of your mouth. Father, tonight we repent for every stupid thing we said. We repent for every cursing thing we've said. What do you mean cursing? Well, we have literally spoken damnation or negativity over anything connected to us. Father, we ask that you forgive us for that tonight, Father. And we pray that you bind up the results of what we spoke. We pray that you would literally choke out any growth from the negative things that we spoke. Father, if life and death are in the power of our tongue, and our tongue gives heaven the ability and heaven an invitation to be involved in the affairs of the earth, forgive us, God, for everything that we spoke in doubt. Forgive us, God, for everything that we spoke in fear. Forgive us, God, for everything that we spoke from seeing ourselves in a place that was less than how you saw us. The children of Israel saw themselves as grasshoppers, and consequently, they spoke as grasshoppers, even though they were not. Forgive us, God, for speaking at a level that was less than what we are. Oh, my God. Forgive us, God, for speaking at a level that was less than what we are. Forgive us, God, for releasing words in the atmosphere that were less than what we are. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. And, God, we replace everything negative, we said. We replace everything um, that was dumb, that was stupid, that was fearful, that was doubtful, that we said. And we replaced it with your word tonight. I pray, God, that you would literally, you would literally give us a grace so that when we're about to say something we ought not say, Holy Ghost, we give you permission to silence us. Come on, y'all. I just need you to type that in the comments. Silence us, God. When we're about to speak something we should not speak, silence us. When we're about to declare something we ought not declare, silence us. When we're about to uh, move in something we ought not move in, silence us. And Father, we see this in Scripture. We're not asking you to do what you have not done for another. When Elizabeth was pregnant and her husband literally be, uh, was getting ready to say something negative, the Bible says that the angel silenced him so that he could not speak anything negative concerning John the Baptist being born. And such, as, until he spoke what you spoke and said that the child's name would be called John, even though he should have been named after the father, until he spoke what you spoke, you silenced him. Silence us, God, so we don't speak anything we ought not say. Silence us, God, so that we don't release negativity in the atmosphere. Silence us, God, so we don't say something crazy when we do not need to say it. Silence us, oh my God, I heard this, for when we do not need to clap back. Silence us, God, for when we do not need to treat something, everything does not need to be treated. Every issue does not need to be addressed. Some issues are simply distractions from witches, warlocks, and evil spirit, spirits that have come to distract us. Father, show us what we need to treat and silence us when we don't need to treat it. Silence us when we don't need to treat it. Come on, y'all pray with me. 
silence us when we don't need to treat it. Everything doesn't require us responding to it. Every comment doesn't require us responding to it. What people have to say every doesn't require us always responding to it. And for that, we say thank you. God, show us what we should speak to and show us when we need to be silent. And don't just show us, but we say, God, silence us. And for that, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, Lord, and we bless you. Father, give us the grace to have people around us that are Joshua's and Caleb's. That not only, Father, uh, uh, will they have a mentality of winning, but surround us, God, with Joshua's and Caleb's that will literally help us to speak better. Surround us with Joshua and Caleb that will literally help us to declare better and to uh, uh, speak what your word says in the atmosphere better. Surround us with those that say we are well able in the name of Jesus. God, put people around us that can help us to increase our vocabulary so it matches the word. Put people around us that will uh, help us to make sure that what comes out of our mouth is what you have ordained. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Drop an amen right there. So listen, y'all, all this month, and let me say this too. <clears throat> if you don't have our app, get our app. Text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. And I get a few of you type down on either uh, uh, each of the Instagram pages. And also, let me say this. If you uh, do not, um, if you're in Atlanta, 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 I'd love for you to be a part of our, uh, our team there. All you got to do is text ATL at 877-552-4746. You get connected to everything related to Harvest Church Atlanta. Again, an amazing weekend, amazing Friday night, amazing Sunday night. Spirit of the Lord move. It was powerful. Um, lives were changed. People got saved. I prayed for a specific number of decisions. And as I, as we were leaving last night, I said, okay, I need a few more. And then I, I saw the numbers from the digital streams. And do you not know God answered that prayer? Over 20 people this weekend gave their lives to the Lord. Can you release a praise for that? For over 20 decisions. We're just getting started. But I asked the Lord for a specific number. What does that tell you? He will give you what you ask for. James chapter 5. James chapter 5 says uh, uh, that you, uh, you have not because you ask not. You have not because you ask not. You have not because you have not. Uh, because you ask not. You have not. You have not because you ask not. Um, and so in that, the same chapter 4, excuse me. You have not because you ask not. So to, when we pray, I want to teach you all this principle. When you pray, do not ask according to the level of what you think you can do. Ask according to the level of what God can do. Because he's going to give you, ex watch me, he will give you what you ask for. You better hit me. He will give you what you ask for, James chapter 4. Uh, he will give you what you ask for. Um, so, Father, I pray that we would, we would increase our ask, that we would not ask you for something that is less than what your ability is, that we would not ask according to the level of what we can do. If we're asking according to the level of what we can do, then why pray to you? The purpose of praying to you is because what you can do is bigger, what you can do is better, what you can do is stronger, what you can do is more significant. I pray tonight, God, that our ask would always be according to you and not according to us. Come on, I need you to type that in the comments. Increase my ask, A-S-K, increase my ask. Everybody look at me. When you pray, what is the purpose of praying? And all you're gonna do is ask for stuff you can do. Why are you asking God? That's like you coming to me and, and uh, you know, asking me for something that you can do for yourself. You know, Bishop, can you help me put my shirt on? Sir, put your shirt, you know how to put your shirt, what you asking me for? You got what I'm saying? Ladies, that's like one of your lady friends coming to you and saying, hey, girl, help me put my shirt on. And, and it ain't what it is. Now, listen, now let's tell the truth. There are some shirts where they, you got to, you know, you got to get your shoulder way back here. Now, that's that. But it's something that they could do for themselves. You would look at something. But look, you would look at somebody that is asking you to do something that they can do for themselves. You would look at them side eye like, what are you asking me for? Look at me. It's the same way with God. God is like, what are you asking me for that? You should be asking me for things on a whole nother level. To increase your ask, you ready? This means that God has to increase your faith. Has to increase your faith. And your faith increases a few different ways. Your faith increases a few different ways. Number one, 
Your faith will increase with resistance. Resistance. Faith is like a muscle. The Bible says that God has given to each one the measure of faith. What's the measure of faith? It's a mustard seed. All right. Um, then in the scripture says, and when your faith is increased, when your faith is increased, when your faith is increased. So what does this mean? Faith can grow. Faith can increase. Faith can increase. Even in Luke 17 and 5, the uh, those around Jesus say, uh, uh, they say to him, Lord, increase our faith. So faith can increase. Your faith can grow. All right. So um, that's second, second Corinthians 10, 15. Whenever you're dealing with resistance, it's designed to increase your faith. If you increase your faith, you can increase your ask. You ready? Father, show us how to convert resistance into faith. Oh, my God. Let us use the resistance, Father, just like muscles. You do not build muscles because you're just making movements. You build muscles when you make movements with resistance. There are things we have been doing, God, where we have been experiencing resistance. Come on, y'all. And the resistance and the resistance is an indication that you are growing our faith. And the resistance is an indication that you are increasing our faith. Whenever we deal with resistance, not only God, does it mean we're going to see results, but resistance increases our faith to increase our ask. So, fathers, allow us to turn resistance into faith. Allow us to be those that when we experience resistance, we say, this is actually exactly what I needed because I wouldn't be able to upgrade unless I had some resistance, just like a muscle, it will not grow without resistance. So tonight, God, instead of complaining about our resistance, we say thank you. We say hallelujah. The resistance increases our faith. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. That's the second way your faith increases. Your faith increases by asking. There was a man in the scripture, and the man had a son. The son had an issue. Jesus said, um, uh, anything is possible if you uh, uh, if you believe. Uh, the man says, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. What did he do? He says, I have faith. He says, I just don't have enough faith for that. How many of you, you can be honest with me on prayer tonight, that you can say, I have faith. I just don't have enough faith for that. Wave at me if that's where you're at right now. I have faith. I have faith. I have faith. That's Mark 9 and 24. I have faith. I just don't have faith for that. Come on, wave at me. It's okay. You be honest. You're in a safe place. You're in a safe place. Okay? I, I see several hands. I have faith. I just don't have faith for that. I just don't know how that's going to happen. I just don't know how I'm going to accomplish that. I just don't know how I'm going to purchase that. I just don't know how I'm going to do that. All right? Everybody listen very carefully. What did the man do in Mark 9? He asked for help. And sometimes, everybody listen to me, you're so busy trying to show God how strong you are, you don't recognize that you're his son or his daughter. Every person listen very carefully to me right through here. If you had a five-year-old, and your five-year-old, let me just pretend like this is real heavy. This is a, a lie. It's not super heavy to me, but that's because I'm a man. To a five-year-old, this might be pretty heavy. Okay? To, to a five-year-old, this might be pretty heavy. Um, as a parent, you would not be impressed. It's got some weight on it. You would not be impressed by your child trying to show you how strong they are when they could have asked you for help. Y'all not talking to me tonight? Come on, y'all talk. I just got off this plane. Y'all better talk to me. Talk to me in these comments. As a parent, you would not be impressed by your child trying to show you how strong you are when you know they can't carry it and you know they need your help. In fact, you know what you're going to be mad about? You're going to be mad that they dropped it. You're going to be mad that they dropped it. For some of you, you are busy trying to show God, I'm strong, I'm strong, I got this, I got it. God is like, girl, son, if you don't ask me for help, if you don't ask me for help, it's not impressing nobody. You needed to ask the Lord for help. Father, tonight we say help us, God. Help us, God, in any area where our faith is lacking. Help us in any area where our faith is insufficient. Help us in any area 
for our faith. We have faith, but we just don't have faith for that. We have faith. We just don't have faith for the big thing. We have faith. We just don't have faith for the thing that seems to be impossible. Help us. Woo. Help us. Just like that man did in Mark 9, 24. He literally said, help my unbelief. I do believe. I do have faith, but I need you to help me overcome my unbelief. Help me overcome, that's new living, my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that a crowd was coming, Jesus took care of the issue. In other words, Jesus said, I will help you immediately because you asked for it. Father, we ask you to help us. We're not trying to impress you with how strong we are. We're not trying to impress you with how much we know. We can't impress you in the first place. You were impressed for us when you made us. Why? Because you looked at us and you saw yourself. We don't have to try to impress you. We don't try to have to prove to you that uh, uh, that we got it when you already know we need help. We say, help us, Lord. Help us overcome our belief in every and any area tonight. Whatever you got to do, we say help. Whatever call you got to send, we say help. Whatever money you got to send, we say help. Whatever support you got to send, we say help. Whatever people you got to send, we say help. Whatever answer you got to send, we say help. Whatever confirmation you got to send, we say help. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us overcome our unbelief. We are not impressing you by dropping stuff that's too heavy. We are not impressing you by straining and struggling and stressing. But all we had to do was say, Daddy, help. Father, help us. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Now, everybody, let's make prayer real practical. Um, so the question becomes, all right, if you ask the Lord to help you, and New Living says, help me overcome my unbelief. The very next verse says, when Jesus saw that a crowd had come running, paid very close attention to this because I got it. When you pray that, here's God's response to how he's going to help you. When Jesus saw that a crowd of onlookers was growing, another version says, when Jesus saw that a crowd was coming and running, I want you to pay close attention to what happened. Once the man prays the prayer, everything starts running at him at one time. I'm going to back it up and I need you to listen to me. Once the man prays the prayer, once the man prays the prayer, then the Bible says this crowd starts rushing to Jesus. This crowd starts rushing to where they're at. I'm going to say it a third time, and I'm waiting for you to get it, and I know you got it because of what you type in the comments. Once the man prays and asks for help, because that's what he did when he talked to the Lord, he asked for help. Once he asked for help, all of a sudden, everything started running at him at one time. Why? Because it forced the hand of God. Listen to the verse. It says, when Jesus saw the crowd of onlookers was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. and said, you deaf and mute spirit, I command you come out and never enter him again. Let me read you another version. Um, when Jesus saw the crowd was running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit. Pay attention. What happened? When the man prays the prayer, everything rushes at him at one time. And Jesus says, okay, let me hurry up and do this. Let me hurry up and do this. It forced God's hand to move quickly. When you ask God for help, you got to hear me. It may feel like sometimes things start rushing your way. But guess what? That's going to force some immediate miracles. Oh, my God. That's going to force some immediate things to happen. Father, when we ask you for help, we recognize it may feel like things are coming at us quickly. But that's going to force your hand quickly. Mm. That's going to force the miraculous quickly. That's going to force the miraculous quickly. It may feel like everybody and everything is coming at us and it's all coming from every different direction. But that is going to force your hand. Oh, my God. And for that, we say thank you. It forced you to immediately deal with this situation. There was no additional conversation. There was no additional conversation. There was no additional communication. It forced your hand and it happened immediately. Mm, 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 mm. And for that, we say thank you.
And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. In fact, one version says it was a crowd of onlookers, which means you were letting people watch them deal with this crisis of faith. And Father, you were giving them a front row seat to see how to ask for help. Father, thank you for sometimes using our lives, using our circumstances, using our situations to give others a front row seat to a, to a miracle. Give them a front row seat to something miraculous. Give them a front row seat to something incredible. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Everybody look at me. Sometimes God, when you ask him for help, he's going to say, look, now I'm going to use you as an example to other people of how to do this. He's going to give them a front row seat. He's going to give them a front row seat because everybody knew so-and-so was stressed out with this. So-and-so was done with this. So-and-so was done with this. So-and-so was done with this. And really the two, but I say everybody, everybody didn't know. It's just a couple people that knew. Sometimes, let me just say this, y'all. Stop tripping like everybody know your business. All right? First of all, let's go here. You are testimony. Father, help us to never be ashamed of our journeys. Mm. Help us to never be ashamed of our process. Help us to never be ashamed of what we have to go through to get to. I rebuke the spirit of condemnation. I need you to put that in the comments. I'm not ashamed. I rebuke the spirit of condemnation. I rebuke the spirit of guilt and shame. No, we will not be ashamed of any part of our journey, past, present, or future. It is part of our journey. And other people need to have a front row seat to see exactly what it is to walk by faith. Everybody needs to have a front row seat to see what it is to operate in the miraculous. Everybody needs to have a front row seat. I don't know who that is for tonight, but you can stop being ashamed. I don't want nobody to know my business. Who cares? Who cares? They got their own issues. I don't know who that, who is that for tonight? I said, that's for a few of you tonight. Where you were always so concerned about, I don't want nobody to know this. I don't want nobody to know See, Baby, back. Do not be ashamed of your story because it's how God gets the glory. You know why we love David? Because we know his story. You know why we love Joseph? Because we know his story. You know why we love Moses? Because we know his story. We know why we love Paul? Because we know his story. You know why we love Jonah? Because we know his story. You want to know uh, why we love Rahab? Because we know her story. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I see your hands. Stop being ashamed. Your story is for God's glory. Come on, speak that. My story is for God's glory. They need to know that you used to live uh, be homeless. They need to know that you used to be out there laying down with Lottie Dottie and everybody. Y'all ain't talking to me. They need to know that you used to doubt God. They need to know that at one point you walked away from God. Last night, she might be watching now. A woman came up to me and shared uh, uh, a story. She she was, I think she was door dashing, I think she said. It came up on her social media. She registered to be there for Friday Night Fires. She said, I ain't been to church in years. And she says she wasn't going to come. And then uh, I did an outgoing call. I released the call. The Lord told me. He said, son, I need you to do a call. He said, because people need to hear your voice. Because sheep will know the voice of their shepherd. He said, they need to hear your voice. I did an outgoing call. She said, when I got that call, she said, all right, that's my confirmation. I'm going. She said, I'm com she came on Friday night. She said, she got her fire back. And last night, she shared her testimony. I think it's on the church Instagram, it's Facebook. She shared her story and she said, oh my God, man, I got, she, she was going through it. She said, you the real deal and all that. To God for the glory for all that. Here's the deal. Uh, it is the story. It is the story. It is the story. You got to hear me. It's the story. They need to know you used to be locked up. Who cares? I don't want to. Who cares? Stop worrying. I ain't never seen a lion worried about the opinion of no doggone sheep. They need to know your story. And don't you be ashamed of it. 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 God's getting the glory out of your story. Everybody, let's pause for the cause. Have a commercial break. Do me a favor. Whatever platform you're on. I need you to share. Like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share if you haven't already done that. There are way more you watching on Facebook and YouTube and all that that have not shared. In fact, it is double the number, over double the number watching that it is that I've actually clicked the share button. Can I get you to click that share button? All right. I miss Sun, uh, I miss, 
I missed Sunday. Someone hit my son in my car and it was total. Well, I pray for a fast recovery for you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. But every delay is to your benefit. The beauty of it is you can go back and watch. That is the beauty of today. You can go back and watch. All right. On demand. Listen, um, we're talking about how your faith increases because in James 4, I was saying you have not because you ask not. And you have to ask according to his ability, not your ability. Then I taught you what in prayer tonight, that your faith can be increased. Number one, your faith can be increased by resistance. Um, and that resistance, like a muscle, it builds your faith. Um, you got to hear that. Resistance is also an indication that you're about to get results. Everybody listen very, very carefully to me. I remember um, uh, a story about my, my bishop, and, um, and he was talking about how he was getting transitioning to a city, and how as he was trying to get to this city, how he caught all types of hail and warfare in the city he was in. He was going to be transitioning to this big city, and uh, he was a pastor, pastor of a traditional Baptist church. And he's going to be transit at that time. He was going to be transitioning to a city. And, and he didn't know he was going to be doing that. And he was in this city. It was a small town. And he talked about the hail that he would catch. He talked about the resistance that he would get. So much so that he literally was going to walk away and just quit the ministry until he got into his next. And then he discovered that all of this resistance was to keep him from the results that he obtained in his next. I want to say this for, for everybody. Resistance doesn't only increase your faith. Listen, resistance is literally confirmation. I'm going to say that again. Father, let us see resistance as confirmation. There's no If there's no resistance, that means the enemy is not threatened. If there's no resistance... That means we are not adding anything that's going to change anything. Oh, my God. If there's no resistance, that means we are not going to be doing anything that is not changing anything. So tonight, Father, we say thank you for resistance because resistance is confirmation. Why would the enemy resist us? Why would there be resistance? What's resistance? It's something coming against me. It is something trying to block, trying to stop, trying to get in the way. Why would there be resistance unless there is something that is about to produce results? Resistance is confirmation. Father, no longer let us see resistance as a negative thing. Father, I pray that we see resistance as, that's my confirmation. That's my confirmation. Father, many of us look for it to be easy as confirmation. Oh, my God. But the truth is, resistance is confirmation. Y'all, we about to go up. We're about to go up. How do we know that resistance is confirmation? I can give you several examples. Let's go to the children of Israel. 430 years of Egyptian bondage. God says, you're coming out. I'm bringing you out. I've heard your cry. I heard your prayers. God, you have heard us. You have heard us. You have not turned a deaf ear to us. You have heard us. And for that, we say thank you. You have not turned a deaf ear to us. You have heard us. You've heard every prayer that we've uttered. You've heard every uh, declaration that we've spoken. You have heard us. You told the children of Israel, I heard your prayers and I'm bringing you out. What then happens? Resistance. 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 Moses goes and says, let my people go. There's resistance. There's not just resistance one time. There's not just resistance two times. There's resistance a total of 10 times. There are 10 separate plagues. There's 10 separate sets of resistance. In fact, it was on the 10th set of resistance that when the 10th plague came that the son, firstborn sons of the Egyptians and the firstborn of their cattle died. You ready? But it was the ninth piece of resistance. Come on, y'all. It was the ninth instance of resistance that produced what was going to cause them to pass over. Father, we are in the ninth month of this year. And we declare in the name of Jesus, just like the children of Israel, it was that ninth one, nine is the birth. It was that ninth one that produced the tent, and the tent is what caused it to pass over. 
The tenth is what caused them to pass over. The tenth is what caused them to pass over. Father, we declare and we decree right now in Jesus' name that the resistance that we experience is our confirmation. We got confirmation that we're in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. We're in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. Come on. And you just speak this over your life. Just say, it's all right. It's all, A-L-L, separate word, right. It's all right. It's all right. See, the resistance is designed to make you think it's wrong. What happened? <clears throat> the resistance is designed to make you to think that something's wrong. The resistance is designed to make you say, well, you should probably just not do this. You should probably not do this. Okay, you remember the story. I'll, I'll give you the rundown. Again, y'all, I'm just getting fresh from the plane, all right? And the Lord is training me as I'm praying, literally. That's um, so why we started a few minutes late. So the resistance, number one, Moses goes in. Pharaoh says, no, I'm not going to do it. And not only does Pharaoh say, no, I'm not going to do it. You ready for this? He says, I'm going to make your labor harder now. He said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make your labor more severe. Now y'all are going to have to make bricks with no straw, and you're going to have to find the straw. And you still have to meet the same quota of bricks. After, everybody listen carefully to me. After Moses did what God said, it got harder. I could throw this chair all up against that mirror. You can't see it. There's a mirror over there. I could throw this chair at that mirror. After they did what God said, it got harder, not easier. Father, I pray. In Jesus' name, that we not grow weary in well-doing. Because resistance, not only does it build our faith, but resistance, it is confirmation. After they did what you said, it got harder. It did not get easier. It got more It got more difficult. It did not get easier. I pray, God that you would increase our faith. Come on, y'all, type it in the comments. I pray, God, that you would increase our faith. I pray, God, you'd increase our faith. I pray, God, you'd increase our faith. Can you do the little arrow upside if you know how to do that? If you don't know how to do that, just type increase. Just type increase. Just type increase. Notice the scripture says, don't grow weary in well-doing. Because weariness, it, it, listen, to become weary it doesn't happen just like that. You don't get tired just who had a long day. Mm. You get tired because you've had several long days. You got it? Weariness, weariness comes because of a pro, you ready? Because of prolonged resistance. Woo! That's when you get weary. Prolonged resistance. And I don't know who needs it. I rebuke your weariness tonight. Come on. If I'm talking to you tonight and you've been dealing with some weariness, I rebuke your weariness tonight. If that's you, do the little hands up emoji like this. I rebuke your weariness tonight. You will. Mm -mm, we ain't doing that. I rebuke your weariness tonight. I rebuke your weariness tonight. Come on, y'all. I rebuke your weariness tonight. So that's the first, the first time. When Moses goes the first time, that's what happens. Second time, then they get all these plagues. And it keeps getting worse for them. It keeps getting worse until it breaks. Mm. Until it breaks. I'm so glad Moses did not stop at the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, the sixth time, the seventh time, the eighth time, the ninth time. I'm so glad he didn't stop. Father, I pray that whatever we need to not stop, give us that. Whatever we need, whatever we need to see it until it's victory and to see it through until it's a win. I call that for. I pray the earth yields what we need so we don't yield. I pray that the earth yields whatever we need so we do not yield. I'm going to say it a third time. I pray that the earth yields whatever we need so we do not yield. Whatever call we need, send it. Whatever resources we need, send it. I just heard the Lord say for three of you, listen carefully, in the next 72 hours, you're going to check your account. You're about to see some unexpected deposits. 
If I was you, there's three of you watching me right now. If I was you, I'd put a praise in the screen and say, that's me. If I was you, I don't know. He will show me the three, but I know it's three. You're going to have unexpected. That's 72 hours. He's going to send that so that you don't yield. That's going to be your sign. He's going to send it so you don't yield. I pray now that the earth and everything therein would yield whatever is necessary so that we do not yield. Father, if it's a yes we need, send it. If it's finances we need, send it. Father, and not just need, but won't. If it's a yes we won't, send it. If it's finances we won't, send it. If it's support we won't, send it. If it is uh, uh, encouragement we won't, send it. Whatever we need, we command the earth and everything therein to yield it. How can we do this? Because the Bible says the earth is the Lord's. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That's Psalm 24 and 1. The earth and they that dwell therein. There's nothing in the earth that you can't make do what you want it to do. There is nothing in the earth that you cannot force to comply. There's nothing in the earth that you cannot force to produce for us. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, all right? Resistance, it builds your faith and increases your ask. Moses goes back to God after the first time and he says, God, why do you have me doing this? How do you know, you ready, that you're dealing with resistance? Here's the question that you ask yourself, why? How many of you lately, you've been asking yourself the question, why? Wave at me. That's not you, that's not you. He says, God, why do you have me doing this? He says, not only is Pharaoh mad at me, he says, but what, not only is my enemy mad at me, he says, but now the children of Israel are mad at me too. They're tripping with me. You ready? So I feel, so I feel isolated. You ready? How do you grow your faith in isolation? Huh? Oh my God. Number one, resistance. Number two, you ask for help. Number three, put you in isolation. Moses feels an isolation. Moses says, not only is my enemy mad at me, but now the people that I'm doing this for are mad at me. Oh my God. Not only is Pharaoh tripping with me, but now the people I need to make this happen are tripping with me. Watch me. And I didn't do anything other than what you said. Who am I talking to? Whenever God is going to increase your faith, sometimes he places you in isolation. Moses was in isolation. It felt like it was just him. It felt like it was just him. And for some of you, even though you've been around people, you still felt isolated. If I'm talking to you, I want you to just wave your hand. If I'm, if I'm not, it's okay. If I'm talking to you, wave your hand. You've been around people, but you feel isolated. Okay? Even though you have people around you, people you talk to, people you interact with. You ready? People you text, people you call. For some of you, it still feels like it's just you. You feel isolated. You feel isolated in certain areas. But there's conversations you're like, who do I have this conversation with? I see your hands. I see your hands. Like, no one even gets this. No one even understands it. I can't even get somebody to understand this. Because for some of you, here's your challenge. You're dealing with issues at a level that the people in your circle are not at. Come on. Come on. Father, I pray you'd send a circle that is not only at the level, but that is surpassed the level so they understand what goes with the level. That is not only at the level, but has surpassed the level so that they understand what to deal with on the level. In Jesus' name. Y'all got to hear that. For some of you, that is your challenge. Your challenge is like, I can't even talk to them about it. They don't understand. They don't do what I do. They've never done what I've done. It's quiet in here. When, I, when we do speak, there's parts of it I can't tell them because they don't understand. There's parts of it I can't release because they don't get it. 
There's parts of it I have to keep to myself. What does this mean? God says, we're about to grow that faith. We're about to grow that faith. Lord, increase our faith. Your disciples prayed for it. We ask you to, Lord, increase our faith. Increase our faith. They don't serve like you serve. They don't worship like you worship. They don't give like you give. They don't do nothing but sit up and criticize the rest of us who are doers. But I'd rather be a doer than a criticizer any day. I'd rather be a doer than just a talker any day. I probably said, get off my toes, bitch. That's the Holy Ghost. I'd rather be isolated, watch me, and activated instead of surrounded and drowning. Huh? You ain't gonna talk to me? I'd rather be isolated and activated instead of being surrounded while you're drowning. Father, like you gave to David. You said you sent men around David that gave him strong support, that gave him strong support. I pray God, that's First Chronicles 12 and 22. I pray God you surround us with people that give us strong support, that give us strong support in Jesus' name. Guys, do me a favor. Let's pause for the cause because we started 10 minutes late. I'm gonna, we're going to go just a few more minutes. I know it's 8 o'clock. We started late because I was literally just getting in from the airport. And, um, and so that's why we started late. Um, we're going to go just 10 minutes so we get our four hour in. Um, let's pause for the cause real quick, though. I need you to make sure you like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. So I need you to click share. I need you to click like if you haven't done that. I'm looking at y'all on Facebook and YouTube. Y'all are looking. Click that button so that we can reach more people, all right? Since strong support. So Moses is in isolation. And I need you to hear me. That is just part of God increasing your faith. That's just part of God increasing your faith. It's just as simple. That's part of God increasing your faith, all right? All right, so number one, what did I say? To increase your ask, you have to increase your faith. To increase your faith, one, resistance. Two, you ask for help. Three, isolation. Three, isolation. Three, isolation. You ready? Here we go. Um, whenever you talk about increasing your faith, whenever you talk about increasing your faith, Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's Romans 10, 17, which means, you ready? The atmosphere I create increases my faith. I have a question for you. What is your atmosphere? What music are you playing? Um, what messages do you have playing? Okay. One of the things that is so amazing to me, on Friday night, one of the gentlemen that was there, he said that the map, uh, Google map, I'm going to say MapQuest. First of all, who remembers MapQuest? If you remember MapQuest, like, if, <laughs> wasn't no putting the navigation in your phone. You used to have to print the MapQuest out. Who remembers MapQuest? <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, somebody like, Bishop, I don't know nothing about MapQuest. I know about the map. Listen. I'm about to say he put it in the map press. So the man, he put it in to his Google Maps or Apple Maps or whatever. And he said that it took him to the back part of the venue we were at. It took it to the back part of the venue that we were at. And he said, um, he was he said, well, I can't find it. I can't find it. Like, where am I at? I was like, and then he was like, I don't look like it's nobody here. I was like, oh, no, there's people here. It's packed. And they ain't got enough seats. We ran out of seats. The God be the glory. Um, literally had people standing up against the wall. Um, to God be the glory for that. All right, to God be the glory for that. And by we're just, just getting started. Um, and so he said, Well, maybe nobody said, I don't know. And then he said, One of the Lord told me outside of the venue, they had these speakers where they could have um, music and different things playing. The Lord told me, I was walking through with one of our persons that said, Well, sir, maybe we should have some music or some jazz or you know, whatever they were saying playing. I said, Nope. I said, the Lord said, it's to be my voice. The Lord said, it's to be my voice. And um, and they said, well, sir, you know, your voice, you know, when you preach, you get really, you know, you get really, you know, you go really go in and go in and go in. And they were just saying, you know, out there, I said, it's to be my voice. That's what it's to be. You not know, and it, the individual said, I was getting ready to leave. And then I heard your voice. Oh, my God. I was getting ready to leave because I didn't know. 
but I heard your voice. You gotta hear me. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What atmosphere are you creating? What atmosphere are you creating? Is your atmosphere an atmosphere of faith? Is your atmosphere an atmosphere of faith? What are you looking at on TV? If you work from home, what are you looking at during the day? At your job, what are you looking at? Okay. Um, if you notice, I got literally somebody asked me. Uh, somebody asked me last night as we were wrapping up. They said, "So, what's the deal with the lions?" Like, uh, I forget exactly what the question was, but they were saying, "You know, what is the deal with the lions? We see lions on everything. You got lions on everything. You got a lion backpack. You got lion rain. You got lion." They said, "Oh, I said, well." Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He said, oh, yeah, they are something. I said, no, not at all, actually. I said, but the lion is the strength of the lion. Every time I see that lion, that lion reminds me, man, you better roar. Every time I see that lion, it reminds me, you better roar. It's in my office. It's There's two lions sitting on either side of this piece of furniture right here. There's room right there. I got a lion backpack looking at me over there. Everybody, I got a lion ring on. I got a lion chain on. All right? Why? Because I have to keep myself in a place of strength. Father, show us how to create atmospheres of strength. Show us how to create atmospheres of strength. Show us how to create atmospheres that feed our faith. And faith comes by hearing. The hearing goes with our senses. Our senses perceive what's in the atmosphere. Our senses pick up what's in the atmosphere. Show us, God, how to create atmospheres of faith. And we thank you for it right now. In the name of Jesus, we declare that we create an atmosphere of faith. An atmosphere of faith. An atmosphere of faith. Can I get you to type that in the comments? An atmosphere of faith. For some of you, you're about to get rid of some furniture. I'm about to get rid of some stuff you've had. Why? It reminds you of your past. That's before you tonight. You got furniture from a, who is this for? All right, come on, prophetic. You got furniture from a previous relationship. The furniture literally was when y'all were planning on being together. Now, listen, wave at me if I'm talking to you. It's a previous relationship. That, wave at me. There's four of you. You got to hit me. That furniture continues to remind you of that as if that was failure. It was not failure. It was you finding what is not your fit. Don't be shamed to wave at me. You're in a safe place. Hear me. You, you, I, I hear the word of the Lord. I hear the word of the Lord. Go get you some new stuff. One, two, three. Where's the fourth? Four. There it is. There's the four. Got it. Oh, and the Holy Ghost speaks. You need to sell that stuff and get you some new stuff. That's the word of the Lord to you. Because the atmosphere is not an atmosphere of faith. It reminds you of something you got to move on from. Don't just, now listen, if you want to give it, give it. But I, I try to get something for it. I'm just saying, Father, show us how to create an atmosphere of faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen, guys, it's 807. We got to go. Um, we started a little late tonight for prayer. <clears throat> but. That's because I was just coming in from the airport. I pray for me. Pray that I am 100% rested and well and good and charged up. And uh, I want to I end prayer like this. I want to end prayer like somebody says, I bet got rid of mine. Come on. Here. I want to end prayer like this. Um, any prayer requests you have or anyone you want to pray for, drop their initials. And that's supplication, praying for another Christian. Anyone, any prayer requests you have for you, that's what it means to pray. Drop that in the comments. And then anybody you know that doesn't know the Lord or is that is far from the Lord, I want you to drop their initials in the comments also. And we're going to cover all of this in prayer. We're going to cover all of this in prayer. And I see y'all saying, rest, Bishop. Listen, y'all should know me by now. If you don't know me by now, you will never, never know me. Y'all should know by now that uh, uh, I got to go somewhere before I can get my rest in. Amen. All right. <laughs> the gym. Let me be clear. I got to get my work out of here. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Father. I cover every single prayer request. I cover every single prayer request right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray, God, that you would hear these requests and that you would answer these requests.
that you would hear these requests and that you would answer these requests, that you would hear these requests and that you would answer these requests right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for every person that is not saved or that is far from you. Bring them back to you in Jesus name. I cover every person right now, uh, Father, that uh, is being prayed for, where supplication is being made for them. And we cover that right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray for every individual praying, every individual prayer. We cover those prayer requests right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that every prayer request, Father, that it becomes a praise report. You hear us, you hear us, you hear us, you hear us, and you answer. You hear us, and you respond. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. I cover the dream teamers, God, that came to serve this weekend. I pray, Father, and stand in agreement with what I've already declared, decreed, and spoken. Father, every dime that they sowed, and airfare, and travel, and all of that, God, bring it back and bring it back quickly. I pray that their serve would surge them in every area of their life. And for that, we say thank you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Everybody said amen. If you're on here tonight, you're not a Christian. This is your opportunity. I'm going to count to three. When I count to three, if you're not a Christian, number one, number two, you need to recommit yourself to the Lord. Number three, you want to be sure. I want you to simply do this, <clears throat> to simply do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On three, I want you to do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. All right? I'm not Keith Sweater, James Brown. Don't make me beg you for you to give your life to God. You're in a safe place. You're in a safe space. Nothing but love for you tonight. But if tonight you was to be your last night on the earth, I need you to know what would happen next. And become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. When I count to three, respond. One, two, three. Respond right where you're at. If you're not sure, be sure tonight. <clears throat> Listen, I don't know if I'm not sure. That's how you know you're not sure. No judgment, though. I want to lead you in a prayer. I don't want to get off of prayer without giving you an opportunity to come to the Lord. Do that hand with emoji or say, it's me, wherever you are at. Do that hand with emoji says me. For those of you um, where you're already saved and you're good, I want you to pray that people respond. It's important to me that we see people come to the Lord. You all know if you've been with me for any amount of time, you know that that is my heart. It's about seeing people come to the Lord. In addition to that, I want to encourage you. Prayer blessed you. You can sow into it. Always bless what blesses you. Here's literally um, the seed that I just heard. Um, and, it, and it actually, interestingly enough, is connected to last night's message. $20.22. That's the seed. If you want to do $202.22 or $2,022.22, you can do that. But $20.22, that's the seed I just heard. Um, that if you missed last night's message, you'll understand why. That's the seed I heard. So that's what we're going to give. That's what we're going to sow. How do you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. And you use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that is available for you. The key email is hello at harvestchurch.church. You want to use that. Hello at harvestchurch.church. But that's what we're going to sow tonight into prayer. That's what we're going to sow tonight into prayer. You can call this the faith seed, right? Because we talked about faith. That's what the Lord told me to pray about tonight. All right? I always pray about what we pray about. I don't just get on here and just start, blah, 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 blah. Literally, I say, God, what do you want us to pray? What do you want me to say? Um, and that's why um, God speaks and he meets us in prayer. Listen, every person that just responded with the hand with the emoji, just in case I miss you, you said it's me. And every person that's on prayer with me, whether you're listening to this, uh, somebody said, what's the seed? It's $20.22. Now, you can do more than that if you want to. You can do more than that. But that's the, that's the minimum seed. Let us all activate our faith at that level. We call this our faith seed. Our faith seed, $20.22. Um, let me say this. Um, in that, uh, um, so, all right. in our faith, y'all forgive me. Uh, in our faith, that's what we're going to call this seed. I want everybody to pray this prayer with me. Whether you're saved, went to school with Jesus, or all that, I want everybody to pray this prayer. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Just pray that prayer for the first time and recommitted yourself to the Lord. Text the word decision to 877 552 
4746. The number is this long toll-free number so that our international family can also respond and participate, all right? Because it's toll-free, all right? I want you to send that text. I love you guys. We're three minutes over now of our hour. Um, so tomorrow night, yes, there will be a message preview. Tomorrow night at 8 o'clock mountain. Y'all know the message previews, I've been cutting them down. They're really short now. Um, but it's to wet your palate, get you excited about the word, and so you can go share. All right? Come on here, Ray. Ray said, I'm winning because I'm cheating. Yes. If that doesn't make sense to you, you got to go watch last night's message. Watch it on our app or our website. All right? Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Go sow your seed. $20.22. It's your faith seed. And, uh, and I'm going to cover every seed tonight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover Every seed in prayer. So I want you to know that. It's faith seed. So any any fake needs you have, put it in the comments. If you can't put it in the comments because the way you give, text to give or something like that, then just speak it over your seed and, and we'll cover that. All right. I love you guys. Shalom. Have an amazing night. Bye-bye, Harvest IG. Bye-bye, Bishop Foreman IG. And bye-bye, everybody else. Love you guys. Shalom. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC.